Hello. Hello. Kind of a shout for you today. <laughs> well, the sound waves are really cool. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Mind Body Stuff. Ooh, that a little good. switch. Yeah. See, that's why we can't have a pre-programmed no, entry because we want to surprise you with things like that every now and again. I know. And I want to be like Anderson Cooper and Chris, Chris Cuomo and... Um, D Lemon and all those guys, they, they're, of course, newscasters, but they have their own thing every time. They do something a little different, but something a little the same. Well, there you go. We did that. Something See, you are just like them. Look just at you. Just like them. I knew it. There you go. We're just trying to survive the cold here. It's not even that cold compared to our friends in the Twin Cities, where oh. it is currently negative, like, 29. And they don't have to go to school. It's too cold. How could you go outside in this? I think we've had to go to school when it's like negative 29 here. And Chicago feels like negative 51. And guess what, though? After this cold wave, which is when you guys are probably going to be listening to this, they're expecting a heat wave, I heard. Yeah. So Chicago will be in the 40s next week. Yeah. Climate change is real. Is it? <laughs> is it just, Odd weather pattern. Is it just temperature? <laughs> because I thought it was all about me. Right? I thought it, I thought I affected the weather. Oh, really? Why is that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would take us right to the topic today okay. about how sometimes I think I affect the weather. Oh, what do you think? Well, we do affect the weather, unfortunately. <laughs> I think that's a terrible transition, actually, because we do affect the weather. We do. Unfortunately. We, we have in the last 150 years or so, Since probably. the Industrial Revolution, we've yeah. started to affect the weather. That's so sad. It is sad. And not knowing that you know, how to kind of stop it. Well, we know how to stop it, but we won't stop it. No, because we're used to our things. Well, we don't like change. No, it's hard to change. It's hard for us to change. It's hard for us to remember to bring the reusable container. It's hard enough for me to change. Yeah, I can't figure out the reusable container. I can't figure out the shopping bag. They're going to start charging you, though. And unfortunately, human beings sometimes have to be punished for bad behavior. They're not willing to actually make a change without some sort of a... You know, a, a incentive. Reason, an incentive. Right. Yeah. They do already in Hawaii, you get charged for yeah, shopping they've bags. been doing that in like other places. I think, what is it? San Francisco is going to charge 25 cents now for a reusable cup. Whoa. Hawaii, it's 15 for the bag. For a cup? 15 cents for the bag. Yeah. But I feel like coffee cup, that's a big deal. Oh, that's a lot. And the, um, well, I guess they're outlawing straws. In Montana. In Montana. Yeah. Good job, Montana. Good job. But see, it's like people have to be, there has to be like a punishment. That's unfortunate about humans. Oh, yeah. We take a long, well, and that's why we keep doing this podcast. <laughs> because part of me is like, I talk about all the stuff we talk about on the podcast, you yeah. know, and I'm like, man, I'm doing pretty good this week. And then suddenly I'll start doing something and I'll be like, I cannot change. Do you know what I mean? Like it gets really, if you're asking me to do a shopping bag. Right. And I can't even figure out how not to have the same reaction to when people comment to me. Do you know mm. what I mean? I'm, I'm smart enough. I'm aware enough. I can talk to you about it for hours. I can say, when my son says this to me, uh -huh. I know it has nothing to do with me. Right. But when it happens to me, what happens? You still think it has to do with you. It has to do with me. So it's hard. I can't imagine that you're going to, I'm going to have to do my shopping bags when I can't even change my mindset about, you know, when things happen and I filter it right back to me. Right. Every time. Yeah. Which is so common. We always think it's about us. 
We always think it's about us. And usually it's not about us. Most of the time it's not about us. And everybody else is also thinking it's about them. Yes. So everyone's walking around. Having everyone's very sensitive. Interactions thinking that the other person's reaction or the interaction is because of them or because of something they said or they're, you know, they're revisiting moments in their in their life or their conversations with other people thinking like, oh my gosh, what I said to them changed the way that they acted towards me or whatever. But usually it has nothing to do with you. No. I did that last night, in fact. What happened? We were having a dinner party with our family. Just family. Yeah. Just people I like. In fact, it's harder for me. I was just thinking about this with my family for some reason than with strangers or mm-hmm. um, or even acquaintances. I'm kind of like, well, they don't like me. They don't like me. That's fine. But mm-hmm. with my family, I get, I'm kind of overly sensitized. Like I'm ready to be like, I'm ready to filter in that they don't like me. Your which family members? My children. Your kids. My parent, my mother. I mean, my so husband. So like extended family too? Extended, extended family. and immediate. Yes. Yeah. People that I feel very close to. Oh, interesting. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Because usually I would think... It'd be the opposite. It would be the opposite. For me, it's the opposite. It's very disappointing to me. Oh, pardon me. Let me fix that for us. Um, it's very disappointing for me to know that I have such a hard time... With my own family members. <laughs> Sorry, the phone rang and she answered it. So whoever that was just got to hear all of that <laughs> as she unplugged it. Sorry, whoever called. That was probably quite awkward With and confusing. all my family members, welcome to Ula Fitness. <laughs> Let's chat about it. Okay. But let me finish. So so sorry. I was so distracted. I, I was did not really listening good. to a word you said. You guys should have known. Like, I went over, unplugged the phone, answered it, she and answered unplugged it. First. it. <laughs> I answered it first and unplugged it. I like them to just listen in. Okay, go back to I should advertise, like, welcome to Mind Body Stuff podcast. Going to hang up on you now. Um, oh, my gosh. But anyway, so at dinner, we're having dinner, and I start telling a story. And maybe I had a little bit too much wine, because I... I had a little bit too much wine, maybe, and I was kind of giggly, and I couldn't... I was just telling a story, which I thought was very, very funny. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's a funny story. Everyone listen up, you know, and yeah. they're all listening. And then half of them laugh, and then I look over at one of my sons, and I'm like, he's not laughing. And then right away, the trigger of all the thoughts begins. He's not laughing, because I'm acting dumb. And he's probably embarrassed by me. He's probably embarrassed in front of his girlfriend about me. And I should be quiet and not use my voice. I should sit here and not be loud and not be funny. And that's what I did. It's so interesting because, <laughs> like, for me, like, I feel like it's it's around people that I don't know at all. Mm, good. But I wonder why it's with you. It's the people who love you the most. Um, I don't know why. I don't have... A lot of people I'm close to, maybe. Right. And they, maybe I put too much weight on all oh, those people. Too much people. pressure on those people. Yes. And I think they feel that, so too. So it's scarier to, for you to think that they might not like you. But how could your kids not like you? I don't get that. I know. How could they not like me? I'm you're, so You're, you're their nice. mother. But then, you know, how we talk about our own mother sometimes. Sorry, moms. But sometimes I'm like, and then my mom said. And then I'm like, oh. But you love your mom. You talk about your mom constantly. I do love my you mom. You refer back to mommy And of course, constantly. our parents bother us because oh, we're yeah. so close to them. Exactly. But that doesn't mean I don't love her. I totally love her. Well, of course, it's much easier. It's much easier to think that somebody you're not 
close to is perfect because you don't know all of their flaws or yes, whatever, you right. know? So it's like, it's very easy to be like, oh, that person is amazing and wonderful. And But the more you get to know people, the more real they become, you know? So oh, of course yeah. your kids are going to see all of your, you know, the all the things. That's Of course you're going to talk about mummy and be like, oh, mummy this, because you're intimate with her. Right, I know a lot about her. Yeah. But then that, and I guess what you're answering my question is, though, is that, I still love her. Of course you still love her. Even if I may not always agree with everything she does. Even if you don't think every joke is funny, or even if you get annoyed that she wants things a certain way at her house, you still love her I still love her. And that's what I have to remember. You just have to relax about your kids. Who cares if they think one of your jokes isn't funny? I know. And why would and why do they have to think my joke is funny? It's my kid. You can just enjoy your own humor. Right, yeah, exactly. But it it all tapers back right into this um, into this whole feeling of being as we've talked about it mm-hmm. filters into me right instead of me thinking like what if he's thinking about something completely different he's probably not even listening he's not even listening because it's like it's her tenth joke already like I'm checked out already mom not thinking like you're you're too loud or you're whatever he's right. just like I'm thinking about what. What I'm going to play on my guitar later. Exactly. And how great that you can be so close with family and you don't even always have to be paying attention. I feel like you always have to be on best behavior with people you don't know very well. And of course you have to be listening and paying attention and politely laughing even if you don't think it's funny. Like the intimacy of family I think is so nice because you don't have to do all those niceties. But I think, you know, how I grew up is we I had to be very attentive because my dad uh was distracted. They were so distracted. Right. So I'm wondering if that's why. Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm kind of like when I'm with my family, I'm like, yes. Oh, sure. What did you say? Yeah. But I think also that's irritating, too, because I'm sure they're like you, like thinking like, ma, don't worry about it. You're my mom. Yeah, you're my mom. Like you don't have to be like. Right. Overly engaged the entire time. You know, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. But I think, well, I think that's interesting. I don't mean to cut you off no. at all. But I think for most people, and I could be wrong, but I think most people are are most unsure of their interactions with new people. Or we hear, and I experience this all the time, like, of people being, like, nervous to go to parties or nervous to, like... Um, just in new social situations. And I think that a lot of us are constantly like questioning what we're going to say, or is this going to sound weird? Or how many times have you been in a new situation with people that you like, that you like, and then you just go over in your head over and over and over these like things that you said. And you're like, Oh man, they probably thought that was so dumb or like, I shouldn't have said that. Or like, um, I wish I would have said this instead, whatever. Like, do you do that in social situations too? Because I do that and I've heard, like, we've heard t- from tons of you guys about, um, you know, or showing up at, like, ULA experiences and being like, I was so nervous people wouldn't like me. Yeah, Like, we have this fear that people aren't going to like us all the time. And so then we're always like, did I say something weird? Was it, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's it's so interesting that... Everybody else is also thinking that too. Oh, everybody for the most else part is also thinking that too. I mean, unless you're extremely uh, confident or just you know whatever. But I would say the average person is always going home thinking like, oh, I wonder like if what I said offended them or should I not have sworn or like you right. know is that weird? I, I think we all think about it and we think about it too much. Oh yeah, we think about it too much. We have that filter on all the time and I think it stops some of us from engaging socially it totally stops us from engaging and socially and also the other thing is how about this also when you how about when you uh, you view someone as powerful 
Oh, uh-huh. Do yes. you know what I mean? Oh, I was just thinking about this. <laughs> but what, what were you going to say? But that's what I was thinking. Like, I wanted to prompt that, that thought of, because what happens to me is if, sometimes if I think someone's like a, a powerful person or I yes. really want them to like me. Yeah. Um, then I get all, then it's much more impactful. Yes, I think that's such a good point. And I was going, I'm, I was thinking about it just like yesterday, I think, um, when I was at that workshop last spring with um, oh yeah Jen Pasteloff, and now like it's so funny too because Jen's book is coming out this summer, and she just posted how she got this like rave review from Glennon Doyle, who did like a write up about her book. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so like you're doing it, you're oh, you're good, making it, yeah. Good like, job. Um, but anyways, I remember at this workshop, like I. I facilitate workshops a lot, you oh, know, yeah. like, and you're very good at it. Well, and it's just so funny because, um, I was so nervous to go up mm. and introduce myself to Jen Pasteloff because I'm like, the same thoughts were running through my head. Like, what if I say something, what am I going to say to her? Like, I want her to like me. So what should I say? And I feel so nervous to walk up to her and introduce myself. But you know what? I can 100% guarantee you that she has absolutely no idea who I am and probably doesn't remember me. You know, like right. she does these, it's not like she's like going home at night being like, people. oh, that one girl was really awkward in her interactions <laughs> with me. She's not thinking about me. So if I want to go up and talk to her, what, like, what's the point of going up and talking to her? Why didn't I just go up and say like, I really love your work. I'm so grateful that you're putting on this workshop. Thank you so much. It's been impactful, whatever. Because what's more important is that I just speak my truth and not actually give a shit how she responds to it because she's probably not even going to remember me. Yes. So if I want to talk to her, A, I have to ask myself, why do I want to talk to her? And then B, like, she's not going to, she's probably not going to walk away, like, you know, thinking about how I stuttered or like I gave her a weird hug, you know, and these things I would be like, oh my gosh, that was a weird hug. I I felt so awkward. They don't even, you don't even think about this stuff. No. And even if she did think about it, let's just think like maybe, you know, maybe she did. I give people a weird hug because I can't tell where to put my head. Oh yeah. I almost, who did I almost kiss? Was it Jamie? I think I almost kissed Jamie Kirby at the end of our, uh, our uh, empowerment weekend. We both went in and like literally almost kissed, but it was so funny. That happens to me like, because now I'm anxious about it. Oh yes. Yeah, so, so now you're like, where does my head and go? And then I, so I come in and then the person's head moves and then I'm like, I'll move my head the other way. And it's happened to me like so many times recently in the last few months where I'm almost yeah. kissing the person. Yeah. And, um, but even if you do that and, and I'm mm-hmm. still like, oh my God. How embarrassing. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. Um, even if you do that, the person might think about it. Let's just think about for us. Like, we might think about it for like, I don't know, let's think how long. A minute. And then even then afterwards, I'm just I don't remember. Like, but you it's know not what is like, the funniest thing? So let's say somebody goes in for a hug with you and they are like, ugh, they go home at night and they're like, Of course, of course I made that hug awkward because I turned my head the wrong way. But you I do, You're I, also going home and being like, oh, of course, I made that awkward. Yeah. So maybe at something, maybe at like a workshop that you're hosting, they look at you as the powerful person and they're like, I made that hug awkward. Right. But you go home at night and you're having the same exact thought. I made that hug awkward. That's exactly So maybe right. Jen. Because both of us moved, moved our head weird anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean. And it's just so funny because we, and I think you're right about that position of power. Why does it feel more intimidating to go talk to somebody in a position of power? Like, because that person probably is just as awkward feeling as you are. Yes. And even what you said, Kaylee, in terms of like, 
you're asking yourself, well, well now why do I want to go and talk to yeah, her? Yeah. And you're going to talk to her to tell her, you know, you do a great job. I'm so glad that you're doing this, basically. Exactly. And don't, don't, doesn't, don't us? Don't us. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> I want a donut now. <laughs> a don't, maple bar, please. Don't us. <laughs> don't us all feel that way? Like, don't we, we all feel that way? That we love if someone comes up. Mm-hmm. If we're doing a workshop and someone says... You know, thank you so much for doing this great workshop. Yeah. And you're like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Because Because guess what? We're insecure, too. And we think we suck at this, too. Well, and this happens, You know? And so it's like, it's so interesting. You just think, like, oh, this person must be so confident in their role. But oftentimes, we're all uncomfortable, and we're all scared, and we're all doing things that make us nervous. And everybody wants feedback. Oh, yeah. You know, positive feedback. It's like, even if you're you know, the head of the world. I don't know what that, but you still want someone to come up and be like, thank you. Thank you for being head that of the world. Impactful. Yes. Or thank I you appreciated for doing that. that or whatever. Yeah. Thank you for changing climate. Thank you for helping with the climate. You know, it's like, the, what? I was just thinking like, if you're head of the world, if you're in charge of the world, you know, so many times the, the more and more power people get, the, uh-huh. the I think the, le- the, the least, less feedback the, they get, especially positive. Feedback, oh, sure. Because everyone's like, well, that was wrong. Or, or they think you don't need it. Or they think you're so confident and comfortable in your role as a leader that yes. you don't need feedback and you, anymore. And you are. You appear to be confident in the role as the leader. But you probably go home and lay your head down and be like, dang. Was that okay? Did I hope I, do I that? said the right thing. Right. Or I hope that, you know, whatever. Right, exactly. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird paradigm that happens, you know, that we're afraid. But I think we need to just understand that everybody is more more often more. more often than not in their own heads and analyzing their own actions, not really analyzing other people's actions. Yes, that's so very true. <laughs> and I true. think when we can just like humanize every single person we're interacting with, like for so often, and I'm getting much better at this, but so often like um, when uh, like when maybe somebody was awkward to talking around me, I automatically was like, I'm I'm hard to talk to. I'm awkward. They're having a hard time talking to me because I'm bad at conversation. Back to you. And I'm sure they're thinking like. I'm awkward at conversation. I'm you terrible know? at talking. So, okay, why don't we just be like, and maybe this conversation is coming from a place where I often feel awkward in conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm actually really shy and introverted when I'm talking to new people. So I always feel like I'm the uncomfortable one. Well, what happens is then if people mirror. And then we feed off of each other's <laughs> energy. So when I'm in a conversation with someone really awkward as well, it's like we're both like having a really bad yeah conversation because we're both so awkward and in our heads and it's funny because like after workshops or after you know weekends and stuff like I uh I just I'm really bad at the interaction afterwards and so I always feel like oh I'm sorry you guys like I wish I was better at this but I usually just kind of go back into the back office and be like you know, I yeah. just, I kind of just leave the situation. <laughs> Although they don't, people, I think people love you though. They love that, you know, but that's you feeling that way too. Well, and I, it's, yeah. And, and the two people mirroring each other too. Well, and sometimes too, I think this is another thing that we may experience is like, uh, um, if people have a certain idea of who you are, mm-hmm. then like when they actually talk to you, it's like, well, am I living up to your expectation ex- or am I, yeah, who you think I mm-hmm. am? And so sometimes it's like, I-, I don't know. I'm just awkward trying to figure things out too. Right. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, that's right. But I think that's how we all feel. Oh, I think everybody feels that way. I had that happen the other day recently where the, uh, I was talking to a person and they, they were uh, an awkward talker. And 
a force right away. I was like, it's me. They don't like me. That's yeah, why they're yeah, awkward. Int- yeah, but we- then suddenly I caught myself and I'm like, she's probably just an awkward talker. Yeah. You know, like it's, and then I realized, yeah, I think she is. Like some people are just, you know, they're terribly shy or, yeah. so then I realized I didn't have to mirror her back. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, exactly. I didn't have to be like, okay, that's on, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. being awkward back. So mm-hmm. I just mirrored back. I'll just be me. Yeah. Because sometimes I just want to mirror back what they're yeah. doing. And I'm like, I'll just be me. And it felt more comfortable. And then I realized the same thing. I wasn't filtering right back to me. That it totally. wasn't about me. It was like, yeah. oh, that's probably just how she is in the world. And that's totally fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to affect me. Exactly. Or and how I interact with her. And you're you're not – you do mirror people. So if someone's awkward, you do get awkward back. I do, yeah. But naturally, if you're not mirroring back, you're very, very – you're a comfortable – comfortable person to have around (laughs) shut up you're a comfortable person to have around but one thing that I've been working with is just being okay with the awkwardness because I know I'm awkward and if they're awkward too then I what I've been trying to do now is just accept that it's okay if we're both kind of awkward and it's okay if like the conversation isn't the most mind-blowing conversation either of us has ever had right because that's just we're just both there and maybe we're both just awkward but we, we still want to talk to each other maybe it's, it's just going to be awkward it's more about connection yeah exactly because i think we we put all this weight on connection too like uh-huh. even for me like the family dinner yeah like this is going to be a very oh, Im- we're going to remember this dinner forever <laughs> we're going to Look back and remember that dinner in January 2019. Did you like mom's spaghetti there, kids? <laughs> like, I was like, well, this has to be very impactful. Right. And um, because I want this really good connection, because, of course, I have anxiety. And I'm like, I could die tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Anyone can die tomorrow. Like, but you can see my train of thought is very catastrophic. Right. And, of course, they're just normal people trying to have a normal dinner yeah. with their they're family. They're not putting as much weight on it as you no. are. And so... But I think we, you know, nowadays everything's like, are you connected? Mm-hmm. Are we connected? Mm-hmm. And so if I, if you let go of that kind of like connection can just be two awkward people talking. Absolutely. It does not have to be, like you were saying, this mind-blowing um, interchange. Yes. Not every time. Right. Maybe not even most times. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's sure. just two people saying, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. I'm fine. How are you? And one thing that I've tried really hard to do is even if the conversation is awkward, I try to just make really good eye contact. Mm. You know, like, I'm like, even if neither of us are really coming up with great words to say, I hope that we're at least, like, connecting on, a like, a soul level by yes. just, like, having really good eye contact. And I really like to touch people. Like, if it's, like, a one-on-one conversation, like, a hug and good eye contact, I think, can really make up for a lot of... Of like I don't really know what to say right now. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, you know, or even and then like it's touching like, someone on the shoulder. I always like touch. I try yeah. and do that. I, yeah, I I always try to touch people somewhere yes. so that they feel that connection when my words fail. Yeah, I think that's a great. I think that's a great point. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing I was thinking about, I was talking to a friend yesterday about um, how we filter things in to reflect ourselves. Mm-hmm. How we filter that, and she was talking about dispute management. Mm-hmm. And how difficult it is when there's a dispute. Yeah. Or even nowadays, because we're so heightened in our, um, as we've talked about, our differences. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in this. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I believe in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just get so um, magnified in our difference. Yeah. That we don't see the commonality. Yes. Underneath all the difference. Yes. Because we're still then sort of in this weird way filtering everything into me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm not filtering to you. You yeah. know, I'm interested even in you. Right. I'm just hearing 
how you're different than me. Yeah. And so she talked about, she went to this mediation training, which I thought was really interesting, about the concept of an iceberg. Yeah. And she said the dispute, maybe the difference is this little tip of the iceberg right at the top. But then all, and you know how the iceberg is so huge underneath. Yeah. That there's all this commonality probably underneath. Underneath. But you're only focused on this little bit on the top. Yes. And it's almost the same, like we're talking about, when we have an interchange and I'm like, well, you know, I talked to Kaylee that day. It was a really, I I said the wrong thing to her, I think. She's not going to like me now. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't like me. In fact, I went, saw her the next day and she didn't look at me. Right. We didn't have a great laugh together yes, the next day. Everything's coming from the very tip of that iceberg, that little bit of interchange. Yeah. But we're not looking at all like the curiosity of like, hold sure. on. Maybe she didn't look at me because she was busy talking to yeah. Betty. Maybe she's in her head because her kid is really sick. Maybe because her kid has the flu. My kid has the flu and conjunctivitis right now. Yeah. It's a party at my and house. She's four. And we're trying. Stay away. She's trying to make sure all the other kids don't get it. I don't want that baby to get it. Or so I'm in my head it. right now. Right. You know? So the way that I interact with other people today is probably going to be uh, slightly distracted. Yes. Good point. So it has literally nothing to do with anybody that I interact with today, my interactions, or the value of our relationship. Because but, I am not fully present. But if I had an interchange with you yesterday. Yeah, we probably would have probably been way better. And But let's say something something you didn't, so maybe I said, maybe I thought I said something wrong Oh, yeah, yesterday. yeah, 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 yeah. Good let's point. Let's do that. So I, maybe yes. I thought I said something wrong yesterday to yes. you. And 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 so I, I harbored that all day and yes. all night. And then I see you today and you're distracted today. So you don't mm-hmm. really make eye contact with me. You're kind of busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and right away I'm like, it reinforces that, aha. She doesn't like me. It's about me. It's about her, me. Her, her, her attitude or her presence around me is about me. Yes. No, it's not. It's no, just it's not. really not. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not about you. Yes. It's about my four-year-old who's sick at home. Right. That's what it's about and right now. And even yesterday, I'm the one who thought maybe I said the wrong thing. Yeah. But you didn't then say how, I said the wrong thing. I didn't check with you. Like, yeah. was that? Did I offend you yesterday yes. when I told you that? You and you would be suck. like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> right, yeah. And you could have said, I don't even know what you're talking I have about. No idea what you're talking um, about right now. But I, I find that so fascinating because this leads, of course, to very uh, tons of unhappiness mm-hmm. and lots of disputes. Well, too. and isn't I mean, isn't. Don't the the masters, the the master thinkers and just philosophers and spiritualists say that the cause of our suffering is separateness? Isn't that what they say the root of all of our suffering is? Is it separateness? Mm -hmm. And oneness is actually what we are. It's who we are. We're all... We're all connected. We're all rooted in love, but it's our separateness that causes us to suffer. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, um, I think that's exactly what this is. When we just stay in our own minds and 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 think, oh, that person is, um, that person doesn't like me now, or that person, whatever, and we don't even thing. connect and ask, say, hey, was it offensive what I said to you, or are you doing okay today? When we don't reach out and ask those types of questions and create that space for dialogue and understanding, when we just internalize it and say this is all about me we have immediately separated ourselves from that person yes we've disconnected and then it's in that suffering it's in that separateness that we experience the suffering yes and then this happens i think more and more and more 
And I think it just happens all the time without us even realizing oh, it. Oh, yeah. That we just separate ourselves. Yeah, we get in the habit of doing it. We get in the habit. Um, and I also think that, um, that like, um, I don't know. I, we just don't even know that we do this. We, no. We just don't even know. And we just, <laughs> I mean, bottom line of this whole podcast, I think we need to just, like, um, a, not take things so personally. B, not think it's always about us. And C, make space for that connection. You know? Just yeah. like uh Just like checking in sometimes too, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, how are you doing today? Or... Rather than think, oh, my gosh, this person is mad at me. Right. Just say, hey. This person is stressed. Is and everything it's like, okay? Yeah, exactly. Like... And even sometimes you may not have the opportunity to do it with the person. Uh-huh. But that's the beauty of having friends. For sure. Where you can say, you know, this thing happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good point. And Uh your friend can say, like you did today, like, of course your son loves you. Right. You know, let's look at how you love your mother. Totally. Yeah, good point. And then for me, I go like, oh, right. So it unburdens that. If I keep Mm -hmm. all that stuff locked up in that little room in my heart or wherever, Mm -hmm. um, in my body, Mm -hmm. and I don't let it see the light of day with another person, then it it, it sort of um, grows. Yeah, Or just, it's like a magnet. Yeah. And then it keeps drawing everything into it. Yeah. Like, remember, he doesn't doesn't like you. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel terrible. I think that is, I think you're so right. Like bringing it to the light with another person. With a, yeah, even somebody, if you can't do the person that you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. And also when it comes to like interactions, I just think about this one a lot because sometimes I'm like, man, I really, really, really respect this person or I really want to be their friend. Like I've got to make my interaction with them like really awesome so that they want to be my friend. And then I'll go back and think about it and be like, oh, I probably said the wrong thing or I, I wasn't funny enough. Like I had the funniest college roommate like I'm really I think I'm really drawn and attracted to people who are like really charismatic and really funny funny um and they usually become really really close friends or I become really really close friends with them and part of the part of what I've realized about myself is that I always want to have that like funny like really charismatic friend around that everybody just really loves because it makes me feel like um I don't know. It makes me feel uh, like I don't have to carry the – I don't have to be that one because it doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. But then also at the same time, it makes me feel like – I don't know. Like I don't have that gift. Like it almost reinforces that I'm bad at these types of interactions. Yes, that's funny. So it's like a a clut. Two-edged sword. It's a a double-edged sword because I can always have this person around and then everyone's always having a good time and it's, you know – it's it's a great it's it's you know it's great they're it's very your fun person it's my fun person but then at the same time it like reinforces that I'm not the fun person yes and so it is this double edged sword so I'm working on being okay with me and just the way that I am in interactions and 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 that's it's it's hard you know it's mm-hmm. hard it's taking some time but I want to just I want to make owning sure owning our stuff yeah I want to own it and I want to own that you know I have I'm I'm much better on like. Um, 
Like I really enjoy these types of conversations. That's why this podcast is really important to me. And I love it because I love the depth of these types of conversations yes. and exploring the humanity and exploring, you know, the mind body connection. I'm terrible at like small talk and making jokes and make everyone feel comfortable around me. Lighthearted. Like, I'm just not good at it. Yes. But okay. So well, that's just, what you think. Anyway. Just be okay with not being good at it. I don't have to be the best at every type of conversation. And I can everybody have, wants to be with those people. Not to say that, you know, enter, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes some people are like you, like they just want to be with people that talk to them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we assume like everyone wants an entertainer or, uh, you know, a funny person, but some people don't. Some people are just like, Hey, I just want to, I just want to be real. Well, and I think we're so uncomfortable with silence too, as a culture. Like, um, my husband doesn't talk as much as I would like him to sometimes, but, um, you know, and we this the this used to be an issue in our relationship where I'd be like, oh, why don't you just like talk why don't you say me. something or why why don't you talk to me more? And he was like, um, you know, just some of the personal work and the spiritual work he's done. Um, just he was like, and I think it's like a Native American thing. Like, don't don't if the silence, like, don't fill the silence with something that is like less. Um, uh, I don't know, less, like, less value than the silence. Like, yeah. why is it so hard for us just to be able to, like, sit in silence? There's I nothing wrong with that. I have but a hard time with that, this too. American thing that we have to fill the silence. We can't just sit in each other's presence. Well, we're filling everything all the time. We're just filling, 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 filling. Yeah. And it's okay if it's, like, that's why for me, if I'm in an, an awkward conversation with somebody, like, just looking at their eye, touching their shoulder, because for me, it's, like, that is what is under the iceberg. It's, like, all that stuff underneath is, like, how we actually truly are connected at yes. a deeper soul level. We don't have to maybe be having the best conversation to just be able to stop and connect with another human being and be like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Sometimes and I, that's enough. I get where you're at right now. Or maybe I don't. But or maybe you, I don't, but I'm willing to sit with where you're at. I'm willing to sit with it. But yeah. so often we need to fill that space and that silence with, like, I've got to be the most exciting. I've got to be the funniest. I've got to have like the smartest response. I've got to be quick witted. I've got to be all these things. But uh, I think that there's a lot of value and power in just in just that stillness and the silence and just being with someone too. And that's what I'm working on. I'm working on focusing less on my awkwardness in, you know, conversation, conversation especially with people that I don't know very well and just being okay with, you know what, like, I'm going to be present here. Yeah, exactly. And not taking that personally, their awkwardness Mm -hmm. personally. Yeah, yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Understanding that they are a whole human being with their own life. Or maybe they're not awkward. Maybe they're an amazing conversationalist. And then don't go home at night being like, oh, I wish I would have been able to engage better with them. You know, like I didn't have the the right answer. Right. Or Or the right question. I'm always like, I don't have the question. I get all frozen on the, what would I say? How should I ask now? You know, so I can learn more about them. Yes. But then it's almost like because of my anxiety, all the questions leave my head. Oh, uh and then then I'm just all like, so uh, (laughs) nice day. (laughs) Even though I probably want to know, like, where are you from? And, do, you know, what do you do as a career? And and my husband's so good at it. Like, he has these, like, he just like it. And you are, too. You're, like, journalists. You know, you guys have these. But only with people that I'm comfortable with, I feel but like. But still, you still, like, even with people I'm comfortable with, sometimes I'm like, 
mm, nice hair. I know you do get. <laughs> I get all. You do get totally awkward. Even time. with me, sometimes I you'll know. be like. Um, you start like using weird voices and be like, okay, I'm gonna go do this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, why are we uncomfortable again? <laughs> it is like, cause I can't think of the, I think, can't think of the question. It's almost, and then I put too much weight on the connection. I'm going to talk about that again. Yeah. Like, and then I'm not connected and look what you did be. Yeah. You're not connected. Yeah. You know, where we've gotten better cause you kind of understand. Yeah. When I get um, oh yeah, awkward totally, and then you just kind of let it be. Like she's getting, she's you know, getting she's talking in her voices now, and that will pass. Or I'll make fun of you, or you'll make fun, and, and then I'll it'll be like, make you laugh. I don't even know I'm talking in a voice. Get you out of yeah. it, yeah. And then I'm but like, another oh, thing that I think Mike is really good at too is he's more comfortable with silence. Oh yes, but I think he just seems so confident. He's so he is. He's very like. Whole. I don't think he goes home at night and and relives his um, conversations. No. no, 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 no. I don't think he worries himself with that type of stuff. No, not and at all. And you can feel that from him. He's not like insecure, and he's not judging. And but he's also I I there have been times that I've been with Mike, and it has been like silent. Oh yeah. But I don't think he finds it awkward. No, he loves silence. He could live in a cave. So could Rob. Rob yeah. loves to be alone. He loves, loves the it. quiet. Yeah. We yeah. Were, he's like, I'm not going to talk if I have nothing to say. Just so we fill the silence. Well, and then I'm always like, we were driving yesterday, I think, and I was talking about some sort of heavy subject and um, and analyzing it. Like, I wonder what it means when, you know, someone loses their child at, you know, two and how that would affect your life. And I was just going on and on and on. And then I look over at him. And he's just kind of staring up into space <laughs> while he's driving. And then I just say, you did not hear a word I said. And he looked at me. He's like, I did. He's like, I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rob and I have these same conversations because I'll talk, but then he won't. He doesn't like go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. There's no mm-hmm, encouragers. There's nothing to like, yeah, there's no encouragers. I'm like, that's exactly what we talked about. And then I'm like, hello. He's like, I'm thinking. I'm like, then at least acknowledge that you heard me. Be like, um, well, no, you know, I something. Wait. I waited. It was like a minute. And it was nothing. Nothing. Oh, isn't that and so funny? And the face isn't even looking at me. It's not engaged. Yeah. It's looking up. It's it's not looking at me. That's totally how so, Rob So, and then finally, I'm just like, hello. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, you need to give me time to think. Yes. And he's like, and I don't always want to respond. Like, I don't have Immediately. to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. It's interesting, too, because the other day, um, or the other night, Rob and I, we went out um, with Frankie, but we had a little, we had a date night. And of course, like we don't have date night very often. So I really wanted it to be like, we're having a great time. <laughs> and also I oh. saw people that I knew. And they were having a great no, time. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Because of course I wasn't thinking about them. I was thinking about me. Right. So Rob is like a quieter person. And so we were like not talking and we're just like sitting there. On date night. On date night. And he's not talking. But I was more concerned about how those people that I knew would think about uh, your me relationship and Rob and our relationship because mm-hmm. he wasn't talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, look, they're probably looking at us and thinking, oh, wow, her marriage probably sucks because they're not even talking to each other they're right struggling now. struggling with that third baby. I oh, bet. that third baby. I yeah. wonder. Yeah. Here we go. I wonder how that's going for them. You know, and. But of course, this is exactly the topic. I was thinking about how those people saw me. Yes. But really, my husband, 
was we were having a great time. He just didn't have anything important to say at that moment, so we were sitting there just, you know, and right, for me... Right, you see each other most of the day, Hello, too. we've seen each other, like, yeah, <laughs> I see that man constantly. Yes. I'm sorry if I didn't have something to say to him for 30 seconds. I, I didn't have anything, yeah, I know. You know, yeah. but it, I was more concerned about, like, oh, are people going to think that, like, yeah, that we're having a terrible time? Well, I it's do date that. night and we're having a terrible night. And I look, sometimes I look... Do you? What well, you I look at other couples. Oh, and like, you're like because we sorry went for on them. a date night. No, oh. recently, and they were the other couples were all covered. The cu- other couples were all talking and super engaged, and yeah. I was like, and then I'm like, but we're not. But we're not. And look how happy they all are. Right? You know, and that's one of the stories where Mike would be like, you know, my engagement story. And one of his friends had this huge engagement plan. We were with him, and it was on yeah. a river trip. And he, you know, he dropped on one knee. And I'm like, "See, they're gonna have the best marriage." <laughs> and then they got divorced like two years later. Yeah. And Mike's just like, "B, you're not. You're Relax. seeing everything on the surface too. You're not yeah. seeing beyond." Yes. And I was like, "Uh, uh." And I was doing that on the date night. Yeah. And so then I'm like. I'll drink my drink faster. And now I'll think of something witty to say. And I'm sure he's just like, calm down. And you've literally spent so many years with him. You know, it's like you don't have to, you don't. Let me entertain him. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure he's just like, stop already. Totally. Yeah, you do Or not. he's probably not even thinking about no, it. No, he wasn't even thinking about it. He's like it. not no, even noticing. He was enjoying his drink and kind of listening to the music. And I'm like. Totally. He's just, yeah, he's just being present. He's actually in the moment. <laughs> he's in the moment. And you're thinking about, oh my gosh, is this moment enough? Is it enough? Is it enough? Enough. Yes, exactly. And they're like, yeah, this is enough. Is We're just enough? out to dinner, mm-hmm. enjoying each other's company. You don't always have to fill it with random chitter chatter. Right. You know? Or solve world problems. Or so- Maybe or we don't need to solve problems. the world problems again right now on our date. Well, that's why we have this podcast. Yeah. Because we like to <laughs> we talk like about to that talk. stuff. And that's why it's good to have friends. Exactly. Again, Good, good to remember with our partners, they can't be the end all no, and be all be for all of us. For us, for us so no, no, and no. that's a hard lesson to learn. And I think the, I think those types of couples do struggle when you put all of your eggs, eggs or just like that person has to represent absolutely everything that you need. Yes, who could ever live up to that? No, nobody. I know that's why when some people talk about like. I don't know. I don't know if this person is right for me. He's not blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you think your husband, you think the person that you spend your life with is going to be able to check every single box of your needs? Like, I'm sorry, but it's, that's, that's why you have friends too. That's right. That's why you have friends. You have a multiple of. Can you imagine how lame this podcast would be if it were me and Rob? He'd be like, um. (laughs) Or he would only want to talk about science stuff. And then, like I've said, he talks so slow when he's explaining something. Or he gets on his teacher voice, and I'm like, I always get so annoyed when he puts on his teacher voice. Oh, I have a voice like that too. Or I get, um, like, if we're in a, if someone's disputing me. Yeah. Like yesterday. Oh, I just have to share this. I'm w- we're with our friends we haven't seen in like five years. Yeah. And she starts talking about her father's 80th birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and she's like, he doesn't want to have a party. He he just feels like he's 56. You know, he doesn't he doesn't feel 80. 80, he sure. Doesn't, he just wants his family. Yeah. And right away, it triggers me. Why? So I'm like, our culture is so focused on youth. Oh. And I just go off <laughs> on youth. And we sh- he should be celebrating he's 80. He should shout it to the stars <laughs> that he's 80 years old. And I'm like, that's right. I'm 56. I own it. And um, all of a sudden, I looked at Mike and the, our two friends, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's funny how you you know you get those voices and i got fully triggered like as though i'm running for office and i have to convince them that type of a voice that her father should have a party should celebrate he doesn't have to have a freaking party yeah exactly let it go yeah i know it's not funny but it's a funny filter like either i'm filtering it in or i'm like trying to like (laughs) you should all think like me (laughs) yeah exactly I think it's just a really good practice, though, in our interactions, like, with other people, just to, you know, just to be mindful that everybody's probably in their own heads, Mm -hmm. and that it's really not always about us. Only to ourselves. To ourselves, It's usually about us. But to everyone else, not so much. And feel free to run it by other people. And run it by other people. I think sounding boards are so important. Like, I think I really screwed up. I hugged that person weird, and then I kissed him on the, you know, (laughs) on the lower lip by mistake. And you could be Then you have a friend who can just laugh with you. Yeah, exactly. Like, Like, I did that the other day, or whatever. (laughs) I accidentally kissed a man the other day, too. (laughs) Oops. No. (laughs) I did almost kiss you, Jamie, though. Huh. If you're listening. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't be bad to kiss. No. No. Hashtag sexy forester. Well, Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That was kind of a jumbled mess at at times, but I think we all feel this way at certain points. Yeah, I think we do. And I think it's something we have to talk about and, and not feel isolated about. Yeah, and if you're awkward, let's just own it, okay? And if any of you have an interaction okay. with me and it's awkward, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's Kaylee. <laughs> it's not me. It's not. And then you can say to yourself, it's not Kaylee, it's me. And then we can just both be like, whatever, it's just awkward. It's Who just cares? awkward. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't It doesn't matter. mean anything. Yeah, exactly. We're awkward in conversation together. That's, That's how all right. humans are. But hopefully we just can let that go and not let it be something that keeps us up at night and not internalize and not make us us think that we suck and we are separate and that, you know, we're anything less than awesome. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well said. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) We're awesome, you guys. Awesome! Air high five. All right. Um, Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.